how's Conrad doing on that door? He's working on it. Is it what's everyone else doing while all of this is going on? And you just see Maggie Watching. looking just baffled. This the, we're performing science. Actually, I, mm, as mm. I nodded to Conrad, and I'm going to flip open my book, which everyone's going to see is going to glow a bit as the writing, and it is all lightly glowing blue. And pretty. In reading that, I'm going to try to notice which of the assistants or librarians are not paying attention to the showdown between Saran and Grania, who <laughs> I know are just fine with each other. I'm not concerned about that. <laughs> but they've had this conversation before. It's fine. It did involve Cheeto dust in a book. It was bad. This is just a rehash of that. But instead, I'm going to use the book, and it's going to it's going to have a lot of names, and it's basically going to look like the charter logs for people who travel, like on old timey oh. like ship liners. Like if you see like the the travel log for the Titanic, it has a whole bunch of names and dates and reasons for travel. I'm going to have something like that, but the words are going to be changing almost pretty consistently, except for the name. The names are the names of everybody who's in this room, including all the teachers and assistants. And I'm going to see the name, and I'm going to see what they're focused on. And I'm going to try to, to identify who is not being distracted right now, and I'm going to f- try to use that information to get them distracted so that Conrad does not have to deal with anything else. Roll plus craft. I think I'm using these mechanics like I'm supposed to. I'm just making it up as I go. Five. <laughs> it looks like the assistant librarian and two of the volunteers are pretty fixated on the conversation. One of them is in the process of sneaking over to, like, there's like a sort of janitor closet cleanup just to grab stuff just in case. But I'm gonna say... One of the assistants, when you kind of like look around and try and track which one it is, they've got headphones in. Mm. And they're working on something where they're kind of like fa- like sort of facing the archive. They don't seem particularly interested in things going on. But they are not distracted. Most of the students are either distracted by what's going on or they are intently studying with headphones in. Okay. Okay. Finishing up what I'm trying to do. I'm going to go reach over to Antoine. He is my resident uh, foreign language expert, and he's actually been working on deciphering Linear B recently. I'm going to be like, hey, you go over to that that guy over there with the headphones and ask him if he can find uh, a Latin translation of the Code of Hammurabi? Guess something like that. He's like, I, yeah, I think I have something. And I'll send him over there to try to distract this, uh, this, headphoned individual. I would like to ask Maggie if she wants a manicure. Why? That's her response to your asking. Something to do for a little bit. (laughs) Sure. You want me to roll popularity? Yeah. That's a two. Add your the fact that you're using the fingernails. Nail polish? Nail yeah, polish, not fingernails. Because that's your channeler. So you get a plus one. It's related. So that makes it a three? Yeah. She just kind of luckily nods, like, make it quick. I don't know how much time we have. And she tentatively holds that one of her hands. And you can tell, like, she bites her nails. And you, you gog at the like, she's not used to people being nice to her. 
Okay. So I'm gonna reach into my bag. The text from Tara scared me, so I'm gonna try and do a divination real quick while I'm doing this manicure. What exactly are you trying to divine? I'm trying to know if this is going to be dangerous for us. Okay. As you're doing it, roll plus craft. Uh, Would that also be plus... Because divination is my favorite um, magic. So would that be the plus one for my magic? Yes, and then plus one for using your thing. Yeah, I forget. You can use your thing for other magics. You're just not as good at it as you are with your favorite magic, I think. Okay, so... Five plus three for my craft, plus one plus two, ten? Highest roll so far, so good job. There is no real danger from her. There's a couple outside forces that you can't really see clearly. Mm-hmm. With related things, are like far away. Mm-hmm. There's still things that need to fall into place, know if they're even going to like be relevant or not. That sometimes you can't see them very clearly, but there is one thing that feels like it could be, but it isn't nearby, and you also feel like there are two sources that could prove helpful. But I want to say with that high of role you do get the sense that there is potential for dark magic in her, possibly that comes from a parent, but it hasn't turned that way yet. Okay. Because there, there have been, like, stories of people who were born to, like, parents who were heavy in the dark magic and they didn't turn that way. But also, it's the potential's pretty heavy in her. But you don't feel like she's a threat. Okay. But there is something kind of lurking. But it's not close enough yet to put a face to it. You might also get the feeling she's about as afraid of that darkness as you are. Okay. Although I don't know, what color are you painting her nails? Is the color related to what is divine? Not necessarily. That's what I was going for originally, but it, I, it doesn't need to. Maybe it's just a superstition she has about the colors she pulls out for her own nails, but it's yeah. not necessarily correct. For her, it's a superstitious thing, but for other people, it's what color fits you the best. Yeah. It's just a, like a neutral color that won't really show up. It's just like this. It's just like a nice neutral pink. Well, like pink. a light pink. As my distraction word, is the door open? Yeah, the door is open. You you see Conrad kind of like walk by you, just like nods and says bye to everyone. Shoots a weird look at the meltdown that's happening over at Gradius table over. This shouldn't work <laughs> this way. I don't like, wait. All right, I mean, I mean, so many cool potions. Why are you adding that? What does what does Starburst do? <laughs> It's in the name. Several of the potions are made out of like Starburst, Skittles, and Sierra Mist. Oh, I have something for those. I've been thinking about it this whole time, and I'm like, I gotta wait in for us to get into the archives. Yes. If you I get one 
You get one stain on a book, Grania. There's gonna be problems. Looks and goes, I mean, from this point on, or we going retroactively? <laughs> now, that was probably a bad question. Ignore it. Ignore it. Let's just pretend that books just love being stained sometimes. I mean, you gotta stain those leather covers. Or else they just kind of look a little bland, a little dull. You gotta shine them up. Get some Cheeto dust in them. You know, it's fine. Are we gonna get a go into the archives anytime soon, or are we just gonna sit here twiddling our thumbs all day? Oh, my dear friends, you can stop fighting now. Come over here. <laughs> Sorry. Grania comes over. Bunch of jars. Sets some weird colorful ones in front of y'all. All right, whenever we're ready, just drink these. Whenever y'all are ready. What, what's the plan, though? Tara's going to take one. What is our uh, surveillance situation looking like? One of the volunteers is left. There's a couple of them still kind of keeping an eye on Grania with her mysterious potions. Because as someone who works in the bookstore, anytime there's someone suspicious, we take turns following them and make sure there's someone who always has their eyes on them at every point in time, because you never know when they're going to do the sneaky thing. How good. Hey, Grania, could you not be sneaky and go make something explode in a place where uh, there's not going to be any issues? With books, please. Wait, uh, another one? I mean, fine, we could do two. Well, like, like they're they're all looking at you right now, and, and we can't go anywhere if they're looking at you, if you're part of this, if you're in this circle. Um, I mean, yeah, I know. How do you think I get away? I, I mean, I, I got know. a plan. This is normal. I know exactly yeah. how. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm asking. What was that, Mark? Don't worry, Grania, I'll carry it. <laughs> Antara has grabbed one of the potions and is standing up and is going to walk down one of the shelves of books that actually isn't going towards the archive. She's going to go around. The potion's made out of Sierra Mist and Skittles and Starburst Star Invisibility potions. Duh. I don't know if they'll work, though. Do I know that I got to roll for that still. I don't know. Sure. Why not? I mean, you could probably infer it. You know, Sierra Mist, it puts a mist around you, and you got Starburst mostly just to have a nice smell. But the Skittles... Because you can taste the rainbow, it also manipulates light. So it makes you invisible. So Tara's going to start walking away from the group. And is going <laughs> to pop the cork and just slam it to most everyone's fur. What happens if you shake this thing staring at the potion? Don't do that. I wouldn't. Do not. Or else it'll do this. <laughs> no. The Cheeto does want to chunks it across the room no. as, as hard as they can. <laughs> yes! Huh? <laughs> roll plus craft. Actually, and another thing, can you give me a roll plus popularity? Popularity? <laughs> For what? <laughs> and including, it, like, and you can add potions for the popularity. I'm confused. But what's the popularity for? I'll explain when we see how well this goes. Oh, I, I, no, no, no. It, it'll probably go bad. Grania's not trying to get away with this by any means. It has nothing to do with what she's doing. It has everything to do with the previous interactions her and her explaining how her potions work to someone who's learning to study potions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, or else this will happen in chunks it, because that, that's a good way to shake up a potion is letting it flip through the air. So for instead of that for like the so I'll roll craft to see how well it works, but can I use vigor to see how far and how hard I throw it? Yes. 
All right, I gotta use my Sukabon powers somehow. I hope I'm not the only one who knows what that means. I want you to roll popularity to see if okay. you ba- if you have like a okay. like a new mm-hmm. disciples to to see if oh yeah, assigned to you is now going to follow your method of potion making and want to learn from you. Clarity, Zorana, I pointed at the open spot that's near the front desk that doesn't have any books near it, as where this explosion should be happening. I have no idea if that's where Grania threw it, but I'm pointing at an area that is book-free. Hey, because if it's not, there may be a problem. Five plus one for my craft, so six. Okay, so it does what you want it to. Popularity is a three. Or now my po- my popularity is zero, but my roll for the popularity is a three total, because I have zero popularity. And adding one for potions. Grania has a new friend who wants to learn how to do potions. Just, you just have to believe in yourself real hard. Okay. Um, so- and then how, how hard do I throw this? <laughs> She's taking notes. She's in for a rough time. So where did you throw the potion, the Cheeto dust? I pointed at an area that didn't have any books, but it's up to you if you actually... Listen. I, I just threw it in a direction because uh, I, I I wasn't paying attention. Grania doesn't pay attention to things. This is true. Uh, Grania throws it, and I, I rolled a six for figure for how cool I throw it. <laughs> but the the potion's not a smoke bomb, as one might have been led to believe. Because y'all made me add more stuff in it because we wanted to protect books. So instead, what might happen if the what was what did I roll for craft? <laughs> a six. Yeah, it was a six. Because of the M&M shells in the potion, instead of, like, making a smoke bomb, it just makes, like, a Cheeto golem. <laughs> like a Cheeto elemental that's just contained with, like, big M&M shell, like, armor. Okay, so the Cheeto dust isn't getting everywhere. Nah, nah, not unless, you know, w- w- they do have Cheeto fingers, literally. They have Cheeto fingers. So if they touch books, maybe. But they're just there looking really, uh, probably intimidating, they do have a derpy face, though, because they have a little Aww. cute in some way. They have, like, like you know, a little simple smile and eyes. Ditto face, eyes a mile apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if that causes a distraction, I want to drink the invisibility potion. I don't know how well those work yet. We haven't rolled for that. It definitely causes a distraction, and I rolled the D6 to see how close to where you got pointed you happened to throw it. It lands about, like, two feet away from a bookshelf, but near the clear area, so, like, it's... No books were harmed, but there might have been a moment where Serrano was planning on killing you. Serrano was planning something, yeah. See, if you mix it up, it becomes that thing. (laughs) And look, it's on a terrorizing spree. It's just standing there looking dumb. (laughs) Rania? Make sure... It doesn't touch any books, okay? Please. So, question. Did Maggie get up when I gestured at, all right, you guys, let's go, and started walking away before I chugged my potion? She probably stood up slowly, like she's still not sure what is going on. This is the weirdest, (sighs) most social interaction she had had, like, ever. Do I need to encourage her to follow me? to take advantage of all of this distraction to get her also into the archive. Oh, she doesn't need encouragement. She's very eager to know this answer. Okay, good. I hope she also grabbed an invisibility potion because we're going to be taking those and I'm going to try to get into the archive with her. Okay. I think Penelope's following. 
Yeah, she hesitantly grabs it and snips it a little bit. Granita rolled me plus craft to see how well these potions were. Oh, let's hope, let's hope. God dang it. Let's not roll it off the... I almost rolled off the back of my desk. What is that? That is a four plus one, five. Or plus one with potions, and then it'd be sick. There's a slight shimmer, but you're mostly invisible. I'll take it. I'm also thinking about a potion of Sierra Mist, Starburst, and Skittles probably tastes real good. It actually probably tastes like this. (laughs) Oh yeah, probably. The cherry lemonade cheap soda. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> I'll have to let my future people know never to use Sprite. <laughs> you get a bad result. <laughs> Only Sierra missed. Yeah, so she drinks the potion. Who else is chugging and going? Penelope. Serana, probably. She'd like to see the archive. She's interested in what's in there. Okay. Lucy, you going? Yeah. Jack is going to stay out and make sure that we don't get followed. Probably a good call. He looks who's sitting next to you says, good call. Do you just have, like, a list Uh, of people? Yes. She literally has a book of names, so I do too. That doesn't (laughs) surprise me. Ronnie, are you also doing the potion? Are you gonna chug and go? Not yet. I'm I'm gonna stay and watch my greatest creation just stand there. (laughs) <laughs> and be a distraction. It might follow later, but as of now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Jack. I imagine Grania, somewhere in her in their mask, has like a little port where they can pour in potions. Oh, oh no, I plan on just throwing it on the ground. I'm just like, why are y'all drinking this? <laughs> it's oh, a mist! <laughs> you apply it! <laughs> oh my god! Oh man, I thought, I thought the, the beak of the, <laughs> of the mask would be like a straw. So you could like... <laughs> There's snacks in the beak because that's how I can. That's how I perform magic is through the the beak because there's snacks built up in there. Okay, makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) These looks, Rania. I love it. The books. I went down a mental rabbit hole and just thought that's gonna be like really bad for your skin, though. That's why you apply it to clothes. You know why? Why would you apply it to your skin? It just makes it sticky. That's part of the disguise. There's soda in there. It's sticky. Why would you want that on your skin? That's weird. <laughs> You're going to have like a really grumpy tummy when this bears off with how much sugar you just consumed. <laughs> going to have a bad time. <laughs> None on the books. I'm just picturing instead of drinking, just to <laughs> pour it on her head. This is how you invisibility potion. Just <laughs> There's a reason she wears a full like mask outfit. It's because it, 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 it's a material that works really well with weird shit you pour on yourself. Exactly. It's water resistant too. <laughs> so if it's raining, I'm fine. Okay, so back on track. You all are able to, well, except for Grania and Jack, who are choosing to stay outside. You're able to make it into the archives. Maggie is following, and you just like, hear a disembodied voice. When I ask for help, this is not what I expected. Disembodied? We're invisible. Everyone's oh. invisible. <laughs> I forgot for a second, was like, what? 
twist! <laughs> yeah, that's not the twist yet. As I open the door, I'm going to make sure that it stays unlocked and remove the kickstand that's holding it open so that it looks like it's closed and locked and stuff, but it is, in fact, wide open. Okay. Smart move. For others to follow behind. Maggie continues on. I actually wasn't expecting any of you all to help me, but figured it wouldn't hurt to ask. All right, I think it should be over this way. All right, let's go. I just realized with you all being invisible... You just hear the sound of footsteps walking off. More footsteps than it should seem to be with just four people following, or five people total. It sounds like it's like about ten. <laughs> because Dorian, Heinz, Sigmund, Linus, and Iolos also came in. How many potions did he make? Did Rania make? A lot. Enough. Yeah, yeah. Enough. I mean, when you when you carry a whole bunch of snacks, there clearly I have like, you know, at least, like, 24 cans of some kind of drink and at least one in pocket. You just have pockets of holding. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just really good at uh, Tetris. <laughs> also, I just, I forgot, since there's a shimmer, there's, like, this it looks like, a, like, a cloud of haze. Like, one can see the heat rippling in the air. It kind of looks like that. That impression. Invisibility is the perfect explanation for why I can have people from my hive mind with me right now. All right, so how are you all going to go about finding the lineage records? Because I know she mentioned that it loud at least once. Oh, I thought she was doing that. She doesn't know the layout of the archives, but she knows like they're there somewhere, so she needs help finding where that section would be. Where are we? What are we looking at? Uh, it looks like a mishmash between not quite as spooky as a restricted section in Harry Potter, but there is some of that lining the walls, and then there's also rows of shelves that just kind of look like evidence boxes. There's a bunch of filing cabinets. There's different shelves with the books that are obviously boarded so they know who has what because this is where they keep a lot of like personal private record stuff as well as more like advanced magic studies for some things that are you have to be more careful with because it could be easy to kind of lose control or have an unfortunate result if you use one of these spells the wrong way reasonable as one of you knows Although, I don't think you got the book from there, but the book probably is in there as well. Or something similar to it. To who were you pointing at when you said the book? The one person whose secret relates to doing a spell and having it go wrong. Tara. Ah. Cool. So I'm familiar with that section. I don't know anything about the rest of the place. I'm going to, out of thin air, the book that Tara carries around with her. Nice blue binding. Pops open, flips open, and the pages kind of do the fanning thing, and you can see the color of the neon rainbow going all the way through each page is a different color. And then it stops on the blue, and she's going to, looking at the blue page again, see who all is in the room to see if, if there is anybody present in the archive right now. There's no one outside of you all that's in the archive right now. Fantastic. No surprises. I guess let's fan out and figure out where that section is. Casey, were you raising your hand? 
I was just wondering if my eight for knowing about the archive helped at all. I can't remember. Did we decide if you've actually been in the archive or you just know a lot about it? I have no idea. I don't remember. I think we got distracted from exactly what I knew about the archive. I just remember that I got an eight for that role. I can't think of any reason why I would need to go in the archive. So I guess I just knew about it. So I don't know if that would help or not, but... Like hearing people talk about it, because you kind of tend to keep to yourself. Sometimes people don't always pay a whole lot of attention to you. So you've heard people talk about it. You know people who have been in there to find things. You also spend a lot of time in the library. So you've learned a lot just kind of by absorbing the information, hearing people talking about it, seeing what kinds of things people bring out, what kind of things people ask about. And just with your knowledge of how libraries are organized, you probably have a better chance of figuring out how the archive is organized and finding the right section. Okay. Figuring out how they would have grouped things together and then using that to whenever you find X thing. Oh yeah, it's right there. How are you all going to go about finding the thing? I'm going to wait a prudent amount of time for anybody who has any prior knowledge of the way that this place is laid out to express themselves and give us some guidance in where to go. Tara is a big fan of listening to people. You might be one of the few people who's actually been in there before. Do I have any idea of where to look? Roll with knowledge. Well, that's a... Wait, no, it's over here. Mm Mm-hmm. Three, four. Mm-hmm. You're familiar with some, like you're familiar with some of the sections that are kind of in the front area. You would know if the lineage records were anywhere in there, and they're not. You know where not to start. Well, I know that it's not in necromancy. It's that whole thing. I know that's not the medical section, so we don't need to look there. Um, anybody else have any ideas? Well, you can try to look at the wards, see what the ones that are warded mean, and go from there and see what that direction would basically mean, if it's pertaining to dark magic or any other sensitive materials. Oh, yeah. Figure out where in the sequence of the system we are, and then we can get work either forwards or backwards to where we're... Okay, yeah. Maggie is going to pipe up. These are probably going to be older records, so maybe start farther in the back. I mean, there's a lot of old stuff kind of everywhere in here, but sure. Let's go back there. Stuff that was put in here several years ago. Hey, Grania, how's the golem doing? How is the golem doing? What's everybody's reaction to my golem? The librarians and their assistants are, like, they're trying to figure out what to do with it, but they're afraid to touch it in case it explodes. (laughs) They don't know what's going on. (laughs) They're just really confused as to this thing that looks like it's it's Cheetos, but it's got, like, M&M shells on it, and they're just so confused, and your new friend, whose name I keep forgetting, is just staring at it. Her name is Jeva. G-E-V-A. And Jeva is scribbling down notes and looking at you quizzically like, How? You must believe. <laughs> Just, how? It's like, shrug. 
Granny will bring Jack over and bring their new their new lackey over. Jeva. Jeva. <laughs> Jeva. They they are lackey to Grania. <laughs> Grania is very rude and mean. Sometimes. And she looks at Jeva. He goes, All right, you're gonna take Chester there. Uh-huh. Take him outside. Just be like, oh, let's go outside. You know, here, here's some Cheetos. He'll probably chase those. You know, bring him on the chore of red crumbs. You go off, do that. Esther's a cannibal. Yes. Yes, he is. Maybe it's just the way they, like, grow. You know? Just adds more Cheetos. <laughs> Slaps it on like Band-Aids. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Over the M&M shells. No, he'll close up and then show will lean over the jack and be like, okay, do we gotta go in there or, or do we need to stay out here to fight everybody? I mean, I'm down the punch, but I also don't want to ruin this disguise. I like the mask. It's comfy. Gives me snacks. She leans her head up, you hear crunching. Shuffle, 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 munch, munch, munch. Jeva will will walk over to the golem and like gesture at some of the librarians to like come come with me, I think I have an idea. And then like pulls out a Cheeto and is just like, this has to work. And just holds it out to the golem, like as she walks out to the front door. It obviously follows. <laughs> oh, it, no. it waddles. It's very cute. <laughs> All this stuff I'm literally have to add in my show. Because <laughs> it's just too good not to. <laughs> so dumb. I really want to see how your cast reacts to that. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to hate it. Yeah. Oh, it'll be great. (laughs) Because I just created possible sentient life out of snacks. (laughs) Is that not terrifying? (laughs) No, it's perfect. (laughs) Granny asks Jack, well, what's what's the plan? What is step two? They did step one. What is step two? Step two, I thought was senior prank day, right? <laughs> oh no. I'm trying to guess and this, but I can't think of anything really funny. <laughs> Granny just nods. As for you to continue, it's like, yeah, and Yeah, prank day. Woo! You made the golem, so let's do something stupid with it. Like I don't know, flip the principal's car over. You think of something. Yeah, cars exist this world. It's a vandalism. Smartphones exist. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I might be a type of criminal, but I need a vandal. <laughs> she just breaks and enters. She just breaks into snack machines. Yeah, breaks and enters. Possible destruction of property. Not a vandal. Unintentionally. <laughs> Fun fact about me is that we were not allowed to have a senior prank because somebody broke in and vandalized our school the year before. Oh no, (laughs) they went too far. My sophomore year, the senior prank was they all basically just parked in the teacher parking lot. And so that entire day, there were a lot of people getting called to the principal's office. Yeah, because they have... Your license plate. My senior prank, they took apart the principal's car and rebuilt it inside of the auto shop. <laughs> oh, no. 
Holy oh, no. cow! What? Oh no! Oh, Jack goes well. If you don't want to be a vandal, how about we just make the golem bigger? That'd be pretty funny. I mean, that's why I gave her the the pack of Cheetos. I mean, the golem's walking away. What are we going to do about in there? Just make it bigger. Well, you can find the Reese's somehow. Connie, I, you know, for pretty sure there's a snack machine in there somewhere. That's right. I forgot about the snack machine. She grabs Jack by both shoulders, stares him in the eyes. It were, <laughs> you know, cool goggle mask. Uh, that You know, those cool goggles that are in the, the plague mask. And just stares intensely. It's like, we gotta get in there. I'm pretty sure there's a snack machine I haven't gotten to. We gotta get in there, and I need your help. How are we gonna get in there now? Oh, that's right. We chased off the distraction. I mean, I mean we gotta help them in there, but also snacks. Oh, wait, who's watching the door? No one's watching the door right now. They're all watching the Cheeto monster. Yeah, most of the staff went with the Cheeto monster. See, someone could have gotten in. We gotta follow after them. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's go check on those guys. Yeah, someone could have slipped inside and it might be after and we should find them first and maybe take down the... Yeah, let's go. <laughs> also, I'm going to do a minor retcon just because this will make things a little less complicated. I'm just going to say with the potions of invisibility, you can see if you've also consumed or been subjected to the potion, if you're under the effects of the potion, you can see each other, but you can also tell you're invisible. So that way you guys know where each yeah. other are. Yeah, it, it, it's like ah, there's a constant fog work. in front of your face. You can see them. But no one can see through. It's like a sh- bubble shield. One way. I don't it's- play 5e, but does that ever get brought up? The fact that you could have one of your party members invisible? I think in 5e, if someone's invisible, no one can see them. Not even your party. And not even other right. invisible people. A room full of invisible people just bumping into each other. <laughs> That'd be great. I need to do that one one day in a campaign. That's very good. Yes. Right. Yeah. Begins plotting April Fool's one shot just full of just random shenanigans. We're headed back so you, in to so you, the others. So I think we can cut to them. Yeah, and you can find them pretty easily because they I imagine if they haven't gotten too far. There are more people in there than you expected because Tara brought a gaggle of friends because she always brings a gaggle of friends. This is how it works. I know someone. I always know someone. Question, are they still invisible? Because neither me or Jack drank an invisibility potion. Oh, yeah, no, you can't see anyone. Never mind. (laughs) You hear footsteps and you see, like, Random patches of like kind of like heat wave haze everywhere, but you can't tell where anyone is. But everyone in the room who's looking anywhere near the door can definitely see them. Oh, good, they arrived. Jack, I think the. Can anyone in the gag Terra Terra's hive mind know where the lineage section is? I am apparently the only one of my entire hive mind to have been here, so. Ah, oh, yeah, that was said. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. I can tell you it's not a necromancy. That's for sure. I could 
check the cards, but I'm not that great at divination, but maybe me and the nails girl, I forget your character's name, but you could do my nails. Kind of a tag team fortune telling thing. Yeah. I'm assuming you guys know the basics of what the others are studying just from like being in school. You notice people being in different classes, so he may not know how you do it, but I, I can see him knowing you were into divination. He might not know specifically how, whereas others know that it's through the polish. So would you like to give that a shot? Yeah, so would that just Let's try it. a craft roll? Both of you roll plus craft. No, both of us. And you get one for using your thing. I rolled a four. Okay, and did you add one for using tarot? And Lucy, you get to add. Oh, that would make it five total. Six total. Okay, so between the both of you, Jack, you now have at least one hand where the nails are... Might be a little bit brushed up, but it's like nicely painted. And you're able to figure out that it's in X part of the archive. I don't really have a map for this, but you can find it. What color did you paint his nails? What are our school colors? Purple and black. Purple and orange. Ooh, purple and orange. I dig it. Very Halloween. Okay, so purple is the one that was the same. I'm going to go with purple. <laughs> Good logic. Like rolling dice, except it's with human human brains. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I point in that direction. Quick, we got to look over there, invisible people. Also, invisible people, you see Maggie's off in that direction, because I had her roll to use her thing to do divination, which is not her main thing, but she got a six, so. There you go. Terry's just going to say, y'all stay here, watch the door. We're going to go over there. I'm gesturing at my gaggle. I'll call you in if I need you. Hang out around the vending machine. It's over there. (laughs) Crania salutes and heads there (laughs) with the gaggle. Does Cardio even bother to salute or does Cardio just like fending machine sprints towards it? You don't. We're on a stealth mission. You can't run. You have to power walk. <laughs> I'm getting my, my coining, my like quarter on a string ready for this vending machine. Only 90 kids will remember. Nice vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I feel dated. <laughs> We'll get back to your vending machine escapades later, because oh, yeah. I do want to <laughs> see how that goes. So as you're, like, weaving your way through, you, I'm guessing either heading in the direction or following Maggie, you wander your way over, and is anyone doing anything specifically looking at Lou and Penelope, since you have a thing connected to her that you could do? Do you want to do a thing? I don't think I have a reason to do a thing yet because she's not found the book. So I'm keeping an eye on her, but I don't think I'm doing anything yet. Okay. So you're you're not checking. Well, now I feel like I should be. I was just asking. I like to there's <laughs> no, space I if you want to do a thing. I'm joking. Oh, no. I Yeah, no, not yet. Until she has what she's looking for. 
because she's probably not going to tell us. So I want to know once she's found it. I would never intentionally induce paranoia in my players. Never. Oh, I do it all the time. My favorite trick. I'm just saying that because they all know I'm full of shit when I say that. That was the first three episodes. As, as we go over there, I rolled to see if Tara would do something or not. And, well, I rolled a 17, so I'm going to do something. She's going to flip open to the very front of her book, where there is a page which is glowing in white. It's the table of contents for the school, which lists almost everybody who's in the building. Very tiny lettering. It doesn't have any more specifics other than names. But she's she wants to scan through who is in the building, like, like the building as a whole. See if there's anything unusual. Nothing that you can notice. Cool. It's probably not as crowded as you expected, just because like a lot of students are kind of off campus. Mm-hmm. That's actually when it becomes useful. The table of contents is useless during the day because it's just hundreds of names. Now, late day, it's a very limited number of people. Mostly either names she recognizes and then she's trying to figure out if there's anything different. As I've mentioned, Amity is not always like on campus. Like She just kind of like comes and goes. She is on campus somewhere. Oh, she's not. She's not looking for that. She's she's looking for the the names of unfamiliar, like extra security or extra bodies that are that she is she is not accounted for. She's not looking for names that she recognizes. Okay. And does it show anything beyond the name? Does it show like where they might be or something? Or in this particular table of contents, no. It's just name, which is. Why it can be the whole school. Okay, gotcha. And in that case, there are a couple of names you are not immediately familiar with, but it's three or four. Three or four. She's going to flip to a new page and write those names down. And in a few minutes, we're going to look at those names specifically. Okay. I do not have names for them, but I can give other information. No, she's just going to take the names from that and write them. So what's everyone else doing? Serana's looking at the books right now, seeing what area we're in, trying to make sure that we don't, like, accidentally get lost. The way it's organized is, it's pretty straightforward. Find your way through it if you know where you're going. It's not, like, a massive warehouse thing. This is just, like, potentially sensitive material as well. Some teachers might keep, like, their own work and research records in here, and they have their own sort of protection. It's a storage space for the school. I guess real knowledge to see what, how much or what you catch. Would I do a plus one with books, since it's with books? Or involves books? Right, yeah, I'll allow it. It's Okay. Okay, then it's a nine. You're moving towards the area that it's a mix of some teacher's records as well as some historical records related to different things that went into the founding of the school. Okay. Well, you spotted a lot of other things, but you noticed that Maggie is beelining for an area that seems to be... There's a lot more, like, sort of boxes and files in this area. Mm-hmm. And it's more historical records. But it doesn't specifically say if it's, like, connected to a certain person. And it doesn't seem to be particularly heavily boarded either. Hmm. If there's anything on there. There's, like, warding against, like, dust and stuff. There are a lot of words, like, everywhere. Just in case of fire and things like that. Or, um, 
Cheeto dust. Yes. That's a pretty common one. Yeah. Trying to keep fire from burning books. Yeah. All you notice is stuff to keep it sort of like in good condition. And of course, most of the stuff in the archives has a thing where if you take it out of the archives, it's like a security tag. So that has to be, would have to be deactivated. Well, there isn't much in the way of wards besides, oh, like protective wards that we would need to worry about besides ones involving taking things out of the archive. But you said that wasn't going to be a problem, Maggie, so we should be okay. She's already, like, pulled one of the boxes down and just kind of sorting through it. She's just going to be like, yeah, I I think this should be pretty safe, but I don't know exactly which box this is going to be in, but I'm looking for anything related to the name Erdithas. Y'all wouldn't mind lending a hand and sorting through some of these other boxes. I can do that. Penelope would definitely help. Yep. Yeah, Serana would help, but is there some sort of... Can I maybe do a knowledge roll to see if that name rings a bell at all? Yeah. Oh! Uh, same, actually. That's a nine. I rolled a six. Seven. Okay. When you hear the name, you immediately remember one of the many stories you heard about Amity, and it, it connects back to when she was younger, she was investigating a mystery involving teens who were going missing. People thought they were being kidnapped by a coven. The witch hunter was brought in. It eventually ended up looking like it was a fellow witch that was sort of luring them into a dark coven. The hunter was killed in a fight between the three, and then the witch who went dark disappeared. That was her last name. And she came from a powerful dark magic family, and she's kind of dropped off the map ever since. All the girls who went missing were saved, though. But when she says that name, you two, that's the first thing that pops in your head. Kara, would you know more about dark magic families? Probably more than average, but I wouldn't say she's a specialist in them. Yeah, not much else comes to your mind aside from that. And does anyone else want to roll and see what they remember? I don't think Jack is particularly paying attention. He lives in the moment and plans for the games. So he's just kind of standing, watching everything. Maybe watching the door. Tara kind of in response to like remembering that name will quickly flip, flip open the book to the page where she has written down the four names. And she's going to mutter a word and kind of like draw a circle on it with her finger on the page. And it's going to glow pink. And she's going to send that out to her hive mind as a whole and say, yo, I need more information on these four names. Who are they? Where are they? What are they doing? They're in the school. Unclear. Closes the book and waits for a response. I got a three. You don't remember a lot about it. You know you heard it before. It's related to something this headmaster of the school did. Probably not a good person, but you, you don't know for sure. But then again, I feel like Lucy probably isn't a big fan of reading stories of witches who go bad. Nope. Not a fan of that. 
Not even a little bit. Yeah, so you've heard of it. You don't remember a lot. And also, Terry, you get a response back pretty quickly that there are security who have been brought on for the meeting. It's people Amity has worked with before. She knows, trusts. They're pretty cool people staying near her office. Dope, dope. Keep me updated. Snaps the book shut. And I'm digging through the box. As I say, is there anything else anyone wants to do? Is anyone else wanting to roll to see if they know anything? Penelope or Grania? I'm not there. Oh, yeah, you're. Oh, yeah, you're looking for snacks. I was thinking about it, and I can't think of a reason that Penelope would know this. So I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to roll for it. Those who are digging through boxes looking for the name roll plus knowledge to see what you find. I got a four. Another three. I also got a four. Okay, so two fours. You don't find a lot. You'll find a lot of things kind of just connecting to what you already know about the story. It was an old name, but try to you don't find anything connecting directly to the... Because you remember the person's first name being Ileana from the story. You can't find anything related to someone with that first name. The last two were a buried couple who died. Actually, not died. Were imprisoned long before. So, like, the timeline doesn't match up. But you might also find mention that when they were caught, like, arrested and sent to the big, bad, scary, dark magic prison for people who... After a certain point, you can't really go back, even if you wanted to. It can seep in pretty deep. Also, this was back when they didn't have anything to help people who were struggling with that. But there is some mention of them having a child. Do those that find that share it? Did I find it? Yes, both people that got it made. I don't really say anything out loud. I'll just grab the information and hand it to her. Oh, thanks. And Thank you all for actually being willing to help me. Wasn't expecting that. I think Serana would try to figure out if either one of the parents had like any siblings or living family that this child could have gone to. If you rolled a four, I don't. You didn't catch about the child. Oh, okay, okay. So it was just kind of general things didn't match, but it's weird. Yeah. Oh, and my response to thank you for helping. Oh, it's always my pleasure to help. And then she'll stand up and kind of step back. Or keep digging. Probably keeps digging. When, out of the corner of her eye, Penelope sees the hand over the paper, that's when she would kind of like try and open her mind a little bit to see what's going on. Read surface level reaction stuff? Yeah. Roll plus craft. I do imagine that you also get a, get a ping from Tara saying, Boy, I'm handing her some information. Your craft is plus two. Plus my, the one for special casting tool is a five. Okay, so you, feel like whatever Tara showed her, confirmed something she was trying to figure out. There's still something else she wants to know. She takes a second to read it. There's, there's a moment of shock. Oh, this actually confirms. And then you get a feeling of, I wonder if she knew. She gets up and, like, starts putting the files back in the boxes, puts them on the shelf. 
she grabs another box, seemingly at random, pulls it off, and just starts, like, digging through it. Like, she's looking for something. And something about her demeanor is changed. She's more focused. All right, then Penelope keeps looking. I'm not finding much. Serana will be like, so is there something else we need to look for? She doesn't answer. She's focused on digging through the box. How's the uh, snack situation going, Grianna? Sidebar while she tries to find the thing. Gradia, you approach the vending machine. It has (laughs) all of the really good candies that you've always wanted to have in a vending machine. It's urine heaven. That's really good. I was going to have the idea of that, like, oh, I was a coffee machine. There's one of those, too. But there's, like, a vending machine. It's got the Reese's. It's got everything. There's even, like, some, like, Godiva in there. Oh, it has the things. But is it expired because nobody comes in here? No, they keep it pretty fresh. This this is where the budget really goes. (laughs) I get the feeling there might be more people in here than normal. It's also not as much of it, so you get the feeling they don't keep it like fully stocked because having enough supply to meet the demand and not have to throw out a lot of it's got like the good pop tarts. That's the good pop tarts. All that hits <laughs> different. <laughs> we look over and like Granius just very methodically taking everything out of the vending machine and like loading it into her different pockets. Some cackling going on. She's just like, all the while, she's just eyeing the coffee machine. Just eyeing the coffee machine. Grania's like already open, just stuffing it in her jacket. Some of it goes in the mask. Some of it does go in the mask. You just see it get shoved like right up. It looks very uncomfortable. Shoving cookies in through the side. Cookies, Reese's Pieces, like the good stuff. Twizzlers. There's some Twizzlers in there. Of course. Gotta have Twizzlers. I'm a big fan of, like, really good black licorice. You can have mine, it's so hard to come I by. see your look of horror. You can have mine. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, red vines are a little better, but gotta love me some Twizzlers. <sighs> red ones, though, I don't know which. Fun fact, black licorice is really popular in Iceland. That is my contribution for today. The more you know. Alright, so we're going to pan back to Maggie. Granny is just having a field day and thinking of all the wonderful things she could do with all of that coffee. Yeah, it's just a really quick cut, like seeing a Kremlin raiding a vending machine and cuts right back. <laughs> I'm just picturing this brief moment where it's like she's like turns and like freezes and looks at everyone in the midst of like shoving something in her pocket. Just Direct eye contact. Keeps putting it in the pocket. That's what she's doing. Oh, man. I didn't know Grania was like a raccoon. Oh, that's too good. That's too good. <laughs> she just gets a little Is Grania friendly. actually three like, raccoons stacked up in a trench coat? <laughs> yes, I hope so. <laughs> did I break Oh, no, we broke him. I yes. did it. <laughs> Like, Rania doesn't have a last name. They do weird snack trash powers. 
There's just a bunch of raccoons stacked on top of each other. With, like, weird oh, robot arms so and no one's sure oh. how they got. Oh, I, I, oh my god, I'm crying. Oh, that's so good. But no, no, no but that's so good. I can't wait until your players get to beat that. <laughs> that. That is definitely alternate universe. You can tell them I, I say you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely stealing that. So good. Oh my god, I need a second. Whew. Penelope, do you still kind of like have your mind vibing on? Oh yeah. Cause I've witnessed Maggie like refocusing and like being more intentional. Yeah, I keep my mind on her. How is everyone else reacting to this that's actually paying attention? And not just having the greatest day of their life. We're all having a pretty good day. I don't know. I'm having a great time. I just want to let y'all know that. Like, I'm having a great time. I'm jumping in to try to help from the other end of the box. To try to find whatever it is she's trying to find. Serana's just kind of looking at her for a second. Like, waiting for an answer. She's not as much ignoring you as she just didn't hear you. Right. I guess I keep looking in my box. I was waiting for an answer for Serrano's question, too, so when she doesn't get one, I'm gonna copy her, I guess. Penelope, you pick up, like, she's almost kind of frantic. Well, not quite frantic. It's not quite, that's not the right word. But she's focused. She knows exactly what she's looking for. She's like, okay, I saw a notebook, I saw a notebook, I saw a notebook. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yes! You hear that in your head. She doesn't give a visible reaction. She just kind of, like, pulls out a notebook out of the box and starts flipping through and... Flipping through, come on, come on. I knew it. She knew, but why didn't she say anything? And you're just, like, hearing that in her head, in your head. I, like, turn. I'm assuming, like, my back is to her. And I, like, turn and... Any luck? Maggie? Yeah, I found what I was looking for. Never quite expected this, but I don't know how many times I asked. She never wanted to tell me, I guess, because maybe she was afraid. Didn't want me to turn out, but why didn't she tell me? Um, She's processing. I think Lucy and Tara, you would probably both get the feeling from her of Something about, like, the look on her face is, like, could they really be that dangerous? Yes, Andrew? If I can have Grania come into the scene, not, not loudly or anything, you know, give her a a tea from one, of, from one of the vending machines. Okay. You are welcome to do that. Do you attempt to look at what she's looking at? No. My mask is too full of snacks. I can't really see anything. <laughs> Penelope, give me a plus craft again. Plus craft again. Ooh, five again. Okay. At some point in her head, she's like kind of like, there's a lot swirling around, but you swear you heard the name Ileana. Okay. Which means absolutely nothing to you. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything to Penelope. It means something to Nicola. But Penelope does not understand the importance. 
Would that context come from actually reading the mind? Would the memory that is bringing up the name also associate all of the things that the name means? Possibly. I imagine you've at least heard like the gist of a story of Amity having a falling out and there's like this dark witch that she's been fighting off and on and you get pieces of Eliana is that witch and might not all be true and what else has she been hiding and you can tell like she's conflicted there's like this kind of energy around her like sometimes when you get emotional like magic does weird things it's not like in a dangerous way but it's just like there's weird stuff going on around her can the book link that i have to her read this how does the book link work the notebook that she has that she got from the tutoring session at the beginning of the year that i specifically linked to my book yes does it read the weird magic going on and be like Ring, 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 ring. Pay attention. It does seem to be reacting. Can it react to, like, any other things if you want it to? What do you mean other things? If you're trying to do something and, like, you want to know if someone comes into an or out of place or something. It can if I've told it to. Actually, I have set people to watch both the library and the front of the archive. Mm -hmm. And I have other people watching the rest of the school. I suppose that those could also send signals. The book is open right now, and it'll flip its page to whatever responding page it needs to be at. Okay. Either way, the question is, is Tara aware that the magic is going funky around her? The book doesn't give you a, this is dangerous, it's more of a, there's a linked person in distress. Control slipping. That's enough for it to flip open to a red page. Yeah. So it does that, and it has Maggie's name in it. But I think it's possible where it used to say Marley. Looks like the last name's flickering a little bit between that and something else. But like it's it's just like little blips. Hey, yo, Maggie. But what is it? Well, actually, I should be asking you. What what is it? Something's going on inside the head of yours. And I'm curious what it is. Basic Witches is a game of teen femmes casting spells with pumpkin spice lattes and making sigils with liquid lipstick to hex high school sexual predators and ace exams, created by Alicia Furnace Productions. If you are interested in learning more about the game, we have included a link to the game in our show notes. The cast for Next Gen Witches includes Alexis as Serona, Victor as Tara, Casey as Lucy, and special guest Xander from Heartbeats as Grania, Nicola the Druid as Penelope, and Mark from Odinson Media as Jack. If you're interested in learning more about Pseudonym Social and these shows that we produce, you can check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. We also have a contact form. If you are ever interested in joining one of our future one-shots, feel free to reach out and we'll see what we can do. 
Your time is valuable. Here at Dungeon Digressions, we encourage you to make every second count. Why spend minutes of your life listening to epic adventures, exploring new worlds, and getting lost in amazing story arcs and relatable character growth when you could be doing your daily routine every day, all day? Who especially wants to hear a bunch of gnomes chaotically traversing the world? They're filthy, whiny, don't understand magic, and are just seen as ugly kids. We're not kids. At least spend your precious moments listening to another fine podcast like this one you currently enjoy. Good choice. And ignore this tumultuous group of gnomes guaranteeing their deathy fate. Well done. Don't listen. No matter what. DungeonDigressions.com.